Hurts. He is looking. He is firing for Devontae Smith for a touchdown. The first touchdown of Devontae Smith. Eagles fans, welcome back to the Fight Philly Fight podcast. This is Talking Birds with Babe, episode 11. As always, I'm your host, Tom Cunningham. You can find me on Twitter at Tom underscore FPF Network, joined by the best co-host in the game. That is my wife, Brittany Cunningham. You can find her on Twitter at EaglesBabe91. How you doing? Doing all right. It's it's always good leading, you know, having a good week of, of victory. Um, that always helps out. Um, but... Got a lot of stuff on this list um, of things to go through with you guys, some stuff to talk about, some news, some injuries, some updates. But before we get down there, guys, this podcast is brought to you by BetUs.com. That is BetUs.com. Head over to BetUs.com and type in promo code FPF Network for your 125% sign-on bonus. That is promo code FPF Network for your 125% sign-on bonus. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. Uh, that is exclusively offered through us, so we'd like to thank our partners at BetUs. All right, kind of getting into this, looking really into this game. Um, you know, I feel like this is becoming like a season-deciding factor. You know, what do you think about it? Agreed. Eagles sitting at four and six, and the Saints at five and four. I mean, both teams are trying to keep their season alive at this point. Yeah, and we'll get a little bit more into that um, later on the podcast, you know, kind of why it's really, I feel like it's a season, or we feel like it's a season, you know, deciding game. But uh, before we get to all that, let's get into some injury updates, because then we got some bigger news after the injury updates. Hmm. All right, so the only two players of real concern who did not practice in full for the Eagles on Thursday are Davion Taylor. He was limited um, due to his knee. And then we've got Dallas Goddard, who is limited because he's in concussion protocol. As far as the Saints go, they had several players not practice, including the quarterback Taysom Hill and the big one, running back Alvin Kamara. Yeah, so it is actually, and I probably should look this up real quick, but um, Goddard is cleared to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Taylor, though is still questionable, did partake in full participation today. But the new one added, and the new questionable one is Derek Barnett with the neck injury. Yes, I saw that, which is no loss. So, um, well, you know, you gotta have somebody have the penalties. <laughs> um, he can sit this one out. I'm okay. I, I think, I think he he's probably gonna be okay to play. We'll, we'll see what it ends up uh, coming about it. But I, I think he's gonna end up being in play. But um, <clears throat> running back Alvin Kamara has officially been ruled out. Yep. Um, as well as their two starting offensive tackles. Um, so that is a big loss. They're also without obviously Michael Thomas. Um, so they're, they're in some trouble. There's no, God bless the, they're in bad shape. Yeah. They're without Jameis Winston. Um, and I, I mean, Trevor Simeon is okay. By the way, we, I finally remembered that name. <laughs> if everyone remember this podcast a couple days ago, I couldn't remember his name, but, um, you know, <clears throat> he's not Drew Brees and shoot, he's not even Jameis Winston. So, uh, I know QB Taysom Hill is still still questionable, but yeah. I, I mean, I think we'll be okay to that. 
Yeah, but um, he hasn't been ruled out yet. But even if he's not, I'm really not that concerned. No, I'm not that concerned about at least him he's a as well. Running back, but that Alvin Kamara being out is huge. That is, um, it's good news for us. Yeah, that is. I know they I, they have Mark Ingram, um, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, having no Alvin Kamara is a big deal. Um, so the big news that happened today, and of course, I'm glad it happened before we record this podcast. We're recording this podcast to you on Friday to be live for you all on Saturday, is that the Eagles and Dallas Goddard have agreed to a four-year contract extension. I think the number is $57 million, um, with about $35 million guaranteed. So um, a little bit of a pricier contract than I think some Eagles fans may have thought about paying, but the realistic, you know, the reality of it has to be that he's a young player. He's only 26. He has potential. He has massive upside. You know, per PFF, he's ranked you know third overall tight end in the league. Um, I don't know if per se he's a third top three just yet, but I don't think he's far off. I think he's top five. What do you yeah. think? I'm happy to see it. I think that it was definitely well deserved, and I'm very glad they gave him you know the contract extension. I was getting a little, little nervous there, but you know his yards after catch are phenomenal. Like he's He's great to have on this team, and I'm very pleased. Yeah, no, I, I like I said, I, I think it was, uh, I think it was well due for him to uh, get that extension. And I know we were all a bit concerned after the talks went real quiet um, before mm-hmm. the season started, but you know, also the other side of the house to look at this is that you know he was an un- unrestricted free agent coming into this off season. It's not like they had a ten uh, tenure on him or anything like that, so. Uh, you know, he didn't have to play under the franchise tag. He could have still kind of took it somewhere else. So, um, but good for him. Glad he got that. Um, so, like I said, um, getting back to the injury. So, the Saints have several stars that haven't practiced or are not playing, uh, including safety Garden Johnson going on IR. So, their backfield is starting to look thin as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, obviously, they still got some talent there, but, you know, Marshawn Lattimore and, but it's just looking, looking, uh, starting to really look the Eagles' way in this game, and we'll kind of get to that as we go along here. But what else do you kind of want to grab to? All right, we talked about it on the post game podcast, but what do you think this running back rotation is going to look like? Especially with talks about Miles Sanders getting back out of here, hopefully soon. So this has kind of been like a pretty large topic of debate, um, and. Man, you know it, it's weird because I, like I can see both sides of the argument. I can see keep keep with what's working, what's happening. Um, but on the side of the house, I mean, you know, I think Miles Sanders could do those things as well. And he's always every single time he gets the ball in his hands, he's always that home run potential. So, um, but I, I think you have to play Miles Sanders because I think overall he's your best one of your best players that you have. Um, but I'm also not against kind of letting him shake the rust off a little bit. Um, what's your thoughts? No, no, I agree. I mean, he has been out for a while. I do think that, you know, we just see what's working with Sanders and Howard and Scott all at the same time, you know, switch them up. Like we talked about, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but like you talked about last podcast. I mean, they all have their different strengths. We want someone that's going to march down the field and get those yards put in Sanders. Do you want someone who's going to plow through defenders and get you a fresh set of downs? Put in Howard. You want someone who's going to bebop through everybody like a little 
um, pinball machine ball than go with Boston Scott. So, well, in a, what's crazy about this, um, and this is actually not my original thought, I'll give credit to Ruben Frank of NBC Sports um, after listening to his podcast, but the thing that also kind of put it back this is, you know, it's not an if or and or or but, it's, hey, man, why did all three? You know how hard it would be for any defense to block three different types of runners? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, that's a tough task, you know, you're blocking three different types of runners. I mean, it's just going to be hard to control your defense. And you're facing a mobile quarterback, which the yeah. Saints do struggle with. Um, but we'll get into that more once we get into our, our big preview here. Yes. Um, um, also, though, before we move on, got some other news. Darius Slay was named NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Yes, yes, he was. Uh, and well-deserved. Um, I We just put out an article on the network um, about five Eagles players who get a Pro Bowl nod and Slay is right up there. Um, you know, he, he is he's having himself a career year. Yeah. Um, but you know who's not far behind him? Avante Maddox. Yeah. Uh, who I think hopefully is the next guy who gets extended. I hope so too. I mean, um, I, he definitely deserves it. He's playing like he wants it too. Oh, he's definitely having a great year. He yeah. really is. And so, and I hopefully, I mean, he's not going to be a blockbuster $14 million a year trade or, um, you know, contract extension, but I think, you know, he's solid enough to pay some, some decent dollars too. Um, so, all right. Big news. Got her extension. Uh, Miles Sanders possibly coming back this Sunday. The saints are extremely thin. Darius Slay's NFC player, defensive player of the week. Let's get into some pickums. All right. Start us off. Start off with that new England Atlanta game. Well, we, we already both knew that picked new England yeah. for that one. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be, you know, that much of a shutout, but oh, Atlanta. How do they win four games? I don't know. Incredible. After watching them play la- or, uh, the other night, I have no idea. Absolutely incredible. All right. Next, we've got the Colts at Buffalo. So I'm going to, I, I won't beat around this bush. I am going to pick Buffalo, but I would not be shocked if the Colts win. I'm going to split it with you. I'm actually going to pick the Colts on this one because Buffalo started off strong and they're kind of dying out. I don't understand what's happening. Who were all their wins? I think it was five out of the six wins. Who were the five out of the six wins against? Jacoby Brissett, Tua Tungavalavolia, whatever the hell his name is. (laughs) Tungavalavolia. You you know, Zach Wilson or Trevor White or whatever his name is. Lawrence? No, no, they, they lost to them. Oh, and yeah, but they lost to Trevor Lawrence. Like, they haven't really beat the only good QB they've literally have shut down has been Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a theory that they're a little bit fraudulent. I don't know about that, but I think the Colts' defense is is well enough endowed to kind of shut them down. Yeah. Um, so I think it could be a very defensive game. But on the other side of the house, it's the same thing with that. But I, I feel like when you look at tape to tape, and this is what might people be like, what do you mean? They have Stefan Diggs. That's kind of all they really have, though. Yeah, they got Emmanuel Sanders, and um, the Knox kid is a good story, but... Like, Josh Allen has not looked anything spectacular lately. No, he has not. He's He is not, so I would agree. But I will ultimately take the Bills, just because I think Carson's going to fall on his face. And for our we'll draft see. pick, I hope he does. <laughs> all right, next we've got Baltimore at Chicago. Baltimore? Yes. <laughs> Then we've got oh, the lovely Lions versus the Browns. Um, I think with 
I'm picking Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going to pick Cleveland as well. I mean, I just don't see the Lions. I mean, they, they finally didn't lose the game, but they also didn't win a game. Yeah, which also cost us some money on these picks. I know. God bless. That's not the game I thought we would tie. No. Um, but yeah, Nick Chubb is being activated off of IR. They're without Cleo Mack now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go ahead and say uh, we'll take Cleveland on that one. Who's next? We've got the Texans versus the Titans. Texans. The Titans. <laughs> now we'll go ahead and say the Titans. Uh, sure. <laughs> Texans are bad. Abysmal. I think we may have said this before, and I normally don't condone this normally, but like honestly, if I'm a Houston Texans fan, like I am boycotting that team. Yeah. Like I am boycotting that team. You're just falling apart in its entirety. All right. Then we've got the Packers versus the Vikings. Packers. Packers. Oh, you know? Mm-hmm. You going to split this one with me? I will. Okay. I will split this one. I will go ahead and say, I'll say that there's first off Kirk Cousins actually has had a solid track record of playing against Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay and Green Bay is in some trouble so they got a lot of defensive pieces missing now that's kind of what's kept them interesting so we'll see we'll so see. I'll split it with you all right then we've got the Dolphins versus the Jets I want to pick the Jets just because I want the Jets to win all right I'm gonna pick Miami if you're an Eagles fan, you're rooting for the Jets. I'm rooting for the Jets, but I want to beat you in weekly pickums because I've been sucking lately. So I'm going to go with Miami. <laughs> then we've got the football team versus the Panthers. Panthers. Um, I, I yeah. think it was a nice story. I understand they just beat the Buccaneers. I put in just like when the Broncos beat the Cowboys, I put zero stock yeah. into that win. And they also lost Chase Young. And they also lost Chase season. Young. So it, it's just the good thing that Washington did was that they did not at any point lose their momentum. Yeah. So um, that was that's what made it big. So I, I but I, I think Cam, I don't think Cam is saving the season for no, them. No, I don't think so either. But he adds that juice yeah. that like, and they have a solid, they have Christian McCaffrey back. Mm-hmm. They still have Robbie Anderson. They have DJ Moore. You know, that deep when the other thing that Carolina is catching up on very quickly is their defense. Yeah. Their defense has been coming on stronger each and every single week. So the Eagles just happen to face them at the right time. Also, Sam Darnold's trash. <laughs> so we'll go with that. All right. And we've got the 49ers versus Jaguars. 49ers. Um, I'm going to pick. Hold on on this. I will also pick the 49ers, but I would say go ahead and expect that game to be closer. The Jaguars have been in some games. Yeah. Even that Colts game where I think Trevor Lawrence completed two passes total in the entire first half. I think it ended up being like two total completions. I think it ended up being like three at the end of the day in the first half. But they ended up rallying back to almost winning that game. So, um, but yeah, I'll go ahead and say San Francisco as well. All right. Then we've got the Bengals versus the Raiders. See, this is a tough one because the Bengals definitely have had their fall from grace here in the last couple weeks. And so of the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders so, had that embarrassing loss to Kansas City. Yeah, so it's like who's, you know, who's it, gonna come back? Yeah, hold on. What do you think it's gonna be? I'm gonna, I gotta look up the. I'm gonna pick the Bengals for this one. I'm gonna pick the Bengals. I like. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Split it with me. 
Uh, I'll tell you right now. Because, you know, I was picking the Raiders for a while there, and then they started, you know, letting me down, so I stopped picking them. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, not trying to have dead air here, but uh, I'm just typing, typing. Do, 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 Oh, it's a home game for the Raiders. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I'm that... I'm still going to pick Cincinnati. I don't think that's going to yeah, make a difference. Yeah, matters, but I, I'm curious to what the line is. Just drink my beer. While you I should wait. drink your beer. I'm looking and I'm not liking. Aha. Okay. <laughs> so it's actually showing the Cincinnati Bengals to be favored um, in this matchup and by one point. Mm. So uh, I will probably also take the Bengals as well, even though it's Vegas home. Guys, also, this point spread that I'm reading is from betus.com. Reminder head over to betus.com, promo code FPF Network, and get your. 125% sign-on bonus. It's a lot of money. It's a good deal. Exclusively to the Fight Philly Fight Network. Moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we Next we have the Cowgirls versus the Chiefs. <clears throat> so this, um, this is a game that is... It's not a must win for the Cowboys. It's a must win for Kansas City. But I don't know. I, I don't know. So um I I think I have to look. I think the Chiefs might be favored in this game. They are. Yeah. They are favored in this game. I think I I think I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I th- oh, I'll split you. All right. Split I'll split me. you. I hope I'm wrong. No, I feel about that team. Kansas City's defense has seemed to kind of find their will here in the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I don't know. And It'll it's be in, an interesting game, though. So and that's it's an afternoon sure. game in Kansas City. Yeah. It's going to be cold as shit. So, um, we'll see. All right, next we've got the Cardinals versus Seahawks. Uh, no D-hop, going Seahawks. You're going to see. I'm going to split you. I'm going to pick the Cardinals. Seattle's been struggling lately, so. Yeah, I know Kyler Murray's back, but he's not exactly 100%, so. Hmm. We'll see. We've got the Steelers versus the Chargers. Chargers. Oh, the Chargers, yeah. Then we've got the Giants versus the Bucks. I'm going to go ahead and say that Tampa Bay is going to kind of move forward from that loss, and I'll say Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay's going to take that one. Hard. Last but not least, the most important game of all, we've got the New Orleans Saints versus Philadelphia Eagles. New Orleans. New Orleans. Um, all right. So there's a lot of different ways to look at this, as I'm looking at you. <laughs> Hi. Um, all right. So we're going to circle back. We're going to circle back to where I said this is kind of a season-deciding factor for both these teams. So both these teams are currently in hunt for that seventh seed. Okay. If the Saints lose, they've already lost to Carolina and they've already lost to the Falcons, even though the Falcons are pretty much a non-factor in my opinion. If they lose to Philly, that means now the Eagles will have the tiebreaker potentially over the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers because I think if the season ended today, the Panthers are in. 
So this is a huge win for the Eagles to continue the season because if we fall to four and seven, I just don't we we would probably end up with an over five hundred record. But that I would say that's pretty much all she wrote. Yeah. Um and for the Saints it's a must win because their schedule does not get easier. Because they have to face the Panthers and the Buccaneers again. And I think they have to face the Falcons again. And they got a couple other teams that they got to go down the road. And they're extremely thin on talent. So I would probably, you know, it, it, it's, they're not going to lay down. I know they're missing a lot of pieces. But, I, I mean, they were, they were punching back pretty heavy when it was coming up against the Titans last week. Um, you know, I know the Titans got a big early, but they were, they were screaming back pretty quickly. Um, so the other side to look at this matchup is that the saints have the number one rushing defense in the league currently. And kind of like last year, it's a little bit skewed because they haven't faced many good quarterbacks, um, or seen many good running backs or like a running back situation like this. So I personally think the Eagles are still going to run the ball heavy. Yes, I agree. Um, I, I still think they're going to do what they can to continue the line of dominance. Um, I, yes, I understand that they do have very good rush attackers, but you know this is where I think Jordan Howard and Boston Scott will come in more into play than Miles Sanders. And why I say that is because no matter what, those guys are falling down and getting four yards a clip, three yards a clip. They're, they're moving the chains every time. I also think you're going to start seeing, because you're, I, I, my eyes, this is where the play action comes out of, because if they're crowding the box so much, because I think a lot of tension is going to be on Devonta Smith. Mm-hmm. When they crowd the if box... Well, if they crowd the box that much, he's going to be open because they're not going to let happen what happened last year, especially on that two-minute drive um, we faced Saints last year where Jalen Hurts just pretty much ran himself all the way down the field. Yeah. So, um, and he that's what he gives you the edge for. Um, and, man, not having Alba Kamara is huge. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, definitely huge. Um <sighs> I don't know, man, because that Saints defense is tasty. They are. They're a good defense, and they're they're going to keep themselves in games. Um, I, I know Trevor Simeon isn't like Peyton Manning, but he's not bad. I mean, he's not horrible. I mean, he's better than Taysom Hill, but, um, man, with all these people. I mean, and right now, and you can – I, I want to hear what you have to say about this, but right now, to me, it's the Eagles game to lose. Hundred percent. I'm nervous because it's a home game, and our track record Road so Warriors. far this season at home has been—I don't know what is it—zero games we've won so far. Yeah, so I'm a little nervous about that. I would love to finally get our first home win, but for some reason, we just can't make it. We've been embarrassed at home this entire season. We weren't embarrassed by the Chargers. Losing in your own home is an embarrassment. I don't care how much it is. It's an embarrassment. I said what I said. <laughs> so I just that that. Did I see what I deal with? Is this what I deal with? <laughs> she gets all hot. Bothered. 15 years. Um, but yeah, so I agree though. I, I agree that is part of my concern. I don't but, know if it's a silly concern, but that's like a big concern that we can't win at home this season. But it's also who we faced. Um, but I think the Chargers, <laughs> like I said, that Chargers game belongs to the defense. Hundred percent belongs to the defense, but uh, I I mean as long as I don't see why they can't have the same kind of game plan that they had. 
I really don't. This is a winnable game. Yeah, it is. Especially with how many injured players the Saints have. This is 100% a winnable game, and it should be won. Now, we're very disappointed if it's not. So it's up in the air while I'm looking. I'm worried about Gannon's schemes. Uh, I, I can see offense having a good game, even so, with rushing. It's defense that I am very concerned about, I, even with Barnett potentially being out. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I just don't know because it, it, it really depends on who sets the tone earliest. Yeah. Um, and because so this is where I think that Gannon or not Gannon, Sirianni cannot abandon the run game. And that's because I think to me, this is going to be a very defensive game. And I don't think it's going to be very high scoring. I could be wrong, but I don't think it's going to be very high scoring. Um, I think low 20s, maybe even below that. And I think ultimately it's who's going to wear who down first. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think the Eagles have the advantage because they have such a rushing attack. And this is what's helped them so late in games that it's just a continuous beating. And I don't care that they're the number one running defense. They're going to get worn down. Because they're also missing two of their rotational defensive tackle pieces, so they're they're going to get tired quick. Especially if their offense can't stay on the field, they're going to get tired quick. So, I think I'm going to go to the Eagles. I think the Eagles take it. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means, but I'm looking 2017. You're looking 2017. All right. I'm also going to pick the Eagles, but I'm going to give them a little bit of a higher score. I'm going to go 28, 21. All right. All right, now we're going to lose, but that's okay. <laughs> I know. Every time I pick them, we don't win, but I'm just pick the Saints. rooting for my team, man. Yeah, I, but it, it's their game to lose. I think if Alvin Kamara was in here, was in the game, and I think if they had their offensive tackles, I, I would probably lean towards the Saints. But I, they, it's in my eyes right now, it's the Eagles game to lose. Yes, 100%. Um, and that's, I mean, that's just kind of the bottom line. Yeah, I'll stick with what I'm saying. Um, so the other thing to kind of look at this as well is, you know, Goddard, Goddard's playing. So because if Goddard wasn't playing, it definitely would I would have a lot of concerns. Um, but you I mean they're only going to be able to do so much coverage between, and this is where they kind of got in a pickle last year is that they were trying to cover, you know, all these other individuals putting a lot of attention on Alshon Jeffries and things like that. Well, guess what? You just left a giant open lane for Jalen Hurt. Jalen Hurts every single every single snap. Like, there was always ability. And when you bring someone down to the box, guess what happens? Then we break for a big run. Or we get thrown down the field. Or, you know, so that's um, – so there's a multitude of ways we can attack the Saints, and I just hope we use them all correctly because that would rock. Agreed. Agreed. Anything else? I don't think I've got anything to add. Just please don't lose. Please yeah, don't suck. I, I really hope so because, man, if we're sitting at five and six and we the Saints drop to five and six, or excuse me, five and five, and, you know, because the remainder of our schedule, which is what I want to talk to you about real quick, the remainder of our schedule is very simplistic. You're facing the Giants. You're facing... The Washington football team. Without Chase Young. Without Chase Young. And I think we face the Giants actually like on two short weeks. Like they get two short weeks. So um, I th- I think so. Yeah, because I think we play or they play a Saturday. Someone plays a off game and it ends up like we end up facing the Giants twice on a short week. So 
um, they're trash. Uh, we faced Washington football team. They're trash. No Chase Young. That's a huge deal. Uh, then we got the Jets. Yep. Um, uh, cool. <laughs> and then going down the line, and then really it's Dallas that week 18. And Dallas, I mean, I don't think – we don't know, but I don't think they're going to – play any starters no especially if they make it to the playoffs but they're not gonna risk injuring their starters against us so yeah so either way eagles do eagles have a lot of things in their direction right now they have a lot of things going they're discovering their offensive identity so i think it'll be a good game either way so that's all i got as always, fly, Eagles, fly, and I hope our next podcast is a happy one. I hope it is also a victorious one. Guys, just a reminder, this podcast was brought to you by BetUs.com. Go to BetUs.com, hit sign up, hit in the promo code FPF Network for your 125% sign-on bonus. As always, I am Tom Cunningham. You can find me on Twitter at Tom underscore FPF Network. She is Brittany Cunningham. You can find her on Twitter at EaglesBabe91. As always, guys, we greatly appreciate everything. Make sure you check out all of our work. Make sure you check over the guys at the Kelly Green Hour Show. Outside of that, fly, Eagles, fly, and go birds.